Street. Hello. How you doing? Not bad. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, which we're vibing. What you been playing? Oh, uh, I've been playing. Uh, Shut up. Shadow of the Colossus. Shut up. <laughs> this is a gamer-free zone. No gamers. No Mountain Dew. I hate gamers. You have to shower to be in the zone. Mm. No gamers. Also here with us is Sam Atherton. Um, you ever heard of Trouble Days? Uh, is that is that when they celebrate the troubles? No, it's a it's a horny video game. Uh, listen to my thoughts more next week on Gone Gold. Oh, okay. Do either Can't of you wait. know what the troubles are? The like the band? No, no, no. The historical event, the troubles. I don't think so. I don't think so either. All right, now because he, here's the thing. I've been I've been thinking of the troubles a lot. Um, you know, I, I got I got a good bit about it, but I don't actually know. So here here's the, I'm, I'm giving you the actual Wikipedia entry for the troubles. Capital Hell T, yeah. double ta- double capital mm. T, right? Proper name. The troubles refers to the three decade conflict between nationalists, mainly self-identified as Irish or Roman Catholic, and unionists, mainly self as British or Protestants. And uh, it's just, it was a violent conflict that lasted centuries. Right. Where did this take mm. place? In uh, Europe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, location, Northern Ireland. Ireland. Mm. Um, 1960s to 1998. Violence occasionally spread to the Republic of Ireland, England, and mainly in Europe. Uh, horrible, violent conflict, you know, political bullshit, right? Now, mm. is this the thing with like the like the Irish car bombs and all that? Is that what is that I where this right. came from? I want to say because this does have to do with the IRA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember so, season three of Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay, great, great, yeah. great, 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 great. <laughs> they go but to I, Ireland. He has a baby, and they take him to they take him to Ireland. Is are they like Irish people? I, I don't think so. I think there is like a. I think there is like one of the guys is in the IRA and then Jax is like, I'm going to take that kid. And then he does. Okay. All right. The truck that don't they run. That's the motorcycle show. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. I liked it a lot. The mom from smart house is in it. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Here, I found a new sentence in this Wikipedia page that explains this conflict a little bit better. But uh, Northern Ireland wanted to remain within the United Kingdom. And Irish nationalists who were mostly Irish Catholics wanted Northern Ireland to leave the United Kingdom and join a united Ireland. So it sounds like some some. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm simplifying this thing. I'm, I'm a fucking dumb American. You know, history outside of this country we teach we we teach propaganda in our schools right it's a fuck system mm-hmm. i don't know anything but what's that new thing the uh american education or whatever that trump's trying to pass through oh the patriotic yeah, propaganda yeah like That's straight up fascism um we're all fucked but yep you know for for how horrible the troubles seem to have been that that to me is like the most european thing of all time and also like maybe the best pr campaign of all time to call this brutal, violent fucking conflict the Troubles. You know, it's just like, it, 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 that. that's great. Can I just say that? Am I allowed uh, to say yeah, that? It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a great PR campaign. And it's a very 
stereotypically European thing. I, you know, I, I saw all these things acknowledging Americans are fucking R-worded, but you know, it, it, it's good. I, li- I like, I like the PR, the, the PR that had to go behind trying to popularize the troubles <laughs> to the people yeah. that this happened to. Just imagine, imagine Queen Elizabeth. Oh, we're having the troubles. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, if it was America, it would be like, you know, the bloody mask. Yeah. Shit's fucked. We. Whoa. What we got? What we got? Who wants to go first? Uh, let me go first. Because, Elmer, I don't know if I don't know if I owe you. I don't know if I owe you an apology per se. You definitely se. do. You definitely do. I, I'm sure I do for more than one thing. Right. But I, I just wanted to commend you. On your ability to recommend things. Hey, first of all, I just want to reply to this by saying that's a high compliment, Sam. It's maybe the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Um, and I don't want to say I told you so. <laughs> you did tell like, me so. But like I try to only, you know, I only bet on a on a winning horse, Sam. You know, that's fair. I, I save I save my recommendations and make them count. So. I, I don't know if it was on the show or whatever, but you recommended an oral history of the office to me, which yeah. is uh, granted a slam dunk. Right. You know me, but what is not a slam dunk is the new H well, that's is the HBO show that I started watching. Ooh. And I want you to guess, I want you to guess what HBO show that is that you, I think have recommended to me in the past. Uh, Barry. You son of a bitch. I started watching Barry. Yeah, it's so good. And I, I think also maybe maybe not a slam dunk, maybe an alley oop. Um, <laughs> but this is a very very good show. I like it a lot. Yeah, hell yeah. Barry rules, man. Go watch Barry. It's yeah. uh, it's way it's it's just it's hard to like kind of put it in a box because it does so many things well. But like the almost like sitcom level high school drama but with adults in an acting class <laughs> plus like real fucking shit about war and PTSD and veterans, veterans coming home and uh, you know, a hitman. It's, it's a lot going on there. <laughs> a lot of hats, but they all fit. Yeah. So I just you, wanted to, I just wanted to start off the show by, by thanking you for all of your good recommendations. Well, thank you, man. I, uh, you've done some, you've done some solid ones. You know, you, 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 I, I, when I, when I started, when I came back to hardcore music, which was for sure because of you, I mean, you still gave me one of my favorite albums of the, of the Andrews has given Melissa the eye. Cause I think she's using the microwave. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, you gave me a time and space by turnstile. Mm. Well, it's still one of my favorite albums. I'm listening to that album. Like I listened to that album on this weekend, you know? Shit, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Have you listened to the Mall Grab remixes? Yes, big that fan, shit slaps, dude. dude. That's on my tone because I muted. I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk, which we'll talk about on Gone Gold, I'm sure. But um, I, I muted that playlist and I just made my own playlist. And that that all yeah. those remixes are in that playlist. Hell yeah! Very very good, very fun. Um, Andrew, I'm sure you've done something good at some point. Andrew Jackson Jihad. Yeah. Uh, we got to bring back the uh, 
the Gold Boys playlist. We got to get that going again. Well, see, I, I appreciate that you tried to start that up twice, right? For the listeners at home, <laughs> Andrew made a, a a Gold Boys playlist on Spotify and was just like, everyone just dump music in here that you want to recommend to the group. And that way, when we want new music, we can all just go there, shuffle and see, you know, you can usually tell who added it, you know? Yeah. It's mistake hardcore, was Sam. Robert. Mm-hmm. You know, Robert, he put a lot of our uh, Run the Jewels on there. Yeah, you know, some good stuff. But um, mm. Angel put a lot of fucking sad music. <laughs> um, but then you started it up a second time. You're like, all right, this one's gotten out of control. Let's do it Too again. Big. Too big. Yeah. Let's do 2.0. Andrew adds a couple songs. I added a couple songs. Andrew and I probably added a couple more songs the next week. And then it just died. Cassidy said, fuck you. Robert mm. obviously doesn't care about anything that involves other human beings. And... <laughs> Sam, I guess, just was over it. MIA. Mm, sorry. It's all right. I think I missed the memo. It, I mean, Spotify is like, you know, group playlist building. Not the most ideal anyway. No. I have been struggling, a, though. I am very bad. I feel like I haven't had new music or music to be excited about. And part of it's on me. Like, I'm not prioritizing mm-hmm. that in my life. Um. But I feel so out of touch with music and I'm I'm starting to get frustrated with like my bullshit. Like I don't want to like I'm ruining all the stuff I do like just because I'm overplaying it. So, yeah, I go through periods like that, too, where it's like I have to actively. Mm-hmm. I think like I, I use Fridays because everything releases on Friday, it feels like. So on Fridays, I'm like, oh, there's all this new music. I'm going to take a listen now. Yeah, that's smart. But I prefer when a new like. I'm bad at listening to sing like a oh, new single about by this person. Like I prefer like drop the whole album. Let's run it through. Yeah. Find the uh, find the gems. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a a record store that is like newly discovered for me. That's like really close to our place. So Ooh. I go over there a lot. Uh, sometimes not even on purpose. I went for a walk the other night and then I ended up buying records. So <laughs> so when you're that's when you're in the car. And you know you're 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 plugging in. You got Bluetooth in there. Yeah. All right. You're connecting your Bluetooth. And Melissa's in the car. You guys are going. How far do your folks live? Uh, like 20, 25 minutes. All right. Let's say you're going there. What 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 are you what are you putting on? Like, is it a? You obviously overthink it and worry about it way too much, but. Are you pretty locked in into like I can just play my music and it'll be fine? Is she into like the sad, the sad, uh, sad boy vibes? Uh, I think a little bit. It depends what I'm putting on. I think if I'm going like a, I, and I, I think in you know I got car vibes going. Okay. I'm not putting like Ellie. I'm not blasting Elliot Smith as we're <laughs> driving to the the folks' house or anything. Um, I think usually like I'll just put on a day. Like I'm a big fan of the Spotify daily drive that'll give me a mix of music and then like also little npr snippets in between uh or i'll just throw on like spotify does like those daily mixes and it's like i'll throw the one that has like the gorillas the white stripes you know some shit that isn't like easy listening depressing from yeah it's like this is fine yeah for the little drive over i try to like just if i'm by myself i'll maybe put more thought into it I got people in the car it's like unless there's any requests i'm just throwing on like some spotify algorithm mix for me i see okay i can appreciate that 
Now, Elmer, at the beginning of the show, you mentioned no gamers allowed. Mm-hmm. I wanted, It reminded me of something I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Have you ever been to Red Lobster? Um, I... Oh, fuck. Okay, I've been to Red Lobster once, and it's kind of a story. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's not... It's What's not, that, uh, repressed not, memories? <laughs> it was a repressed memory. It was when I was in high school. And I'm sorry, Andrew, I totally derailed your story. No, but, no, but <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear this, too. <laughs> but, um... I I was in high school journalism, high achieving, right? Like I still had fucking pep in my step. And I don't even know how the fuck I found out about it. But this like bordering suburb to uh, East LA where I lived was called Montebello. And they had like a new monthly or biweekly newspaper or some bullshit. And it was clearly like not real journalism. You know, it was just like an excuse to sell ads and have like bluff pieces and bad journalism. Uh, somehow I got in contact with them and I was like, hey, I'll, I'll write for free. And they were like, uh, okay, uh, sounds good. It was these two older men who clearly were just fucking slinging ads all over town. Like not journalists at all. I knew more about, I like I was doing, I was running this fucking paper at like 17 basically. Mm-hmm. And I would, I was like, I'll be the features editor which is just like not not news is just fun bullshit and they were like okay we have some friends that we owe favors to we want you to review restaurants like that'll be your monthly bit and i was like awesome like i'll go review restaurant seats for free and i did all these restaurants over the span of a couple months and like you know like real restaurants right like Mm -hmm. like uh this guy is very specific home style mexican restaurant or this like asian like family owned businesses right now restaurant was, Elmer, was there a name to this column uh no i think was i just like try a... to come up with like a catchy headline you know okay um oh, i wish i could remember one of them but it would be it was like the the, the good practice was like use a pun mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so and then at some point they owed a favor to this guy and they sent me this address. So I like, go here. And the great thing is that I would always just eat for free. Right. And eat way too much food. People would try to like impress me. Um, and then most of the time they thought I was old, older. So they would bring me alcohol. I was fucking 17 getting <laughs> fucking hammered, oh my God. hammered at like 3 PM on like a Tuesday. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's why, a lot of reasons why I have issues. Right. Um, it's around the same time I started smoking bad times, bad times for your boy. Still, still working through that shit. But we eventually, I had to go to this restaurant and I didn't, they didn't tell me the name of it. And I just remember going there and I was like, I'm at a fucking red lobster. (laughs) Is this a mistake? What's going on here? And I guess like, it was usually like a friend or a favor they owed. Right. Or like, Hey, go review this restaurant. Maybe we can talk them into buying ads or something. There was always a fucking angle. And the angle at this Red Lobster was like, it was one of their friends that just like bought a franchise or like, what's the actual language there? He's a franchisee. He's a franchisee. So it was just a man who bought a Red Lobster or the license to a Red Lobster. So I was just at this Red Lobster and I'm like, I got to write a fucking review about Red Lobster. (laughs) So I wrote a review about Red Lobster. Fucking capitalism. Um, and that's my Red Lobster story. Was it good? Do you know if you like gave it a... Um, I remember being very concerned about a couple of things because the setup was very alarming. 
you go up to the counter to order and they have like up on the wall like a lit up menu you know like you're at a fast food restaurant you, okay. you order your steak and then maybe you order like oh, yeah, i want the salad bar and the taco bar or some bullshit they give you the right plates you go get a seat and they bring you your steak or whatever like your main thing and then you know with your little salad bowl bowl bullshit you go make a salad at the salad bar so they had bars Mm-hmm. But it was so weird because I assumed Red Lobster was on some fucking at least Applebee's level, right? Where you like you have service. That's I. That's how I know Red Lobster. Oh, so this was a bad franchisee then. This is Red Lobster to go. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I just remember thinking this like, whoa, weird. I think I gave Red Lobster too much credit, and I was not giving it much credit to begin with. Um, so just good to know, I guess, that this was a, a especially poorly run Red Lobster. <laughs> Yeah, I think a, uh, I do like, I don't know if a Red Lobster, I haven't been to a Red Lobster in quite a while, maybe a few years ago. Um, I don't remember a salad bar, and yeah, we sat down and ordered. Like a waiter came they to were, you and... Mm, they brought the biscuits, you know, the famous Red Lobster biscuits. Right. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole reason I had brought it up was that uh, Red Lobster announced the other day... It's big, it's green, and it tastes even more incredible than it looks. The new Dugarita. Oh, God. What the fuck is that? That is the Mountain Dew. No. Margarita. No. Uh, which is basically just Mountain Dew and tequila in a <laughs> margarita glass with, I guess, what looks to be a sugar rim. Uh, and they. Here's the thing the press release says they don't go into specific details uh they just say the cocktail has the look of the soft drink and is mountain dew's quote take on a margarita (laughs) and includes the citrus flavored soda tequila and quote a few other special ingredients that they don't go into (laughs) you know this has a name right like this is a a certified drink this is the Mountain Dew and tequila. Yeah. This is a, a redneck margarita. Every time okay. I've heard of it reference, it's it's the Mountain Dew. It's the tequila. It's a bunch of ice. You put it in a blender. You shred it up. And you I mean, they know their audience is what I'm saying. I think they know, you know, what red where Red Lobster is popping off. You know, I have a hard time believing Red Lobster is popping off in a, you know, in major major metropolitan areas as much as it's popping off in like. You know, fucking Texas. I've seen more Red Lobsters in these, 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 you know, small towns around Texas than I ever have in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm, am I generalizing? Yes. But this country is a nightmare. I can do whatever I want. My, uh, my, my parents or my mom and my aunt took my grandma and grandpa to uh, a Red Lobster in Lansing. And then the next day the Red Lobster burned down. So. Dude. And they weren't on, you know, they weren't suspects. They weren't suspects. Um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know really what happened, but, and the Red Lobster's back. So I don't, maybe it was just like a, a minor fire, but. I swear to God, you, you know, you guys are bringing back so many repressed memories because <laughs> I just told the Red <laughs> Lobster story that Andrew reminded me of. And then Sam, you bringing that up reminded me 
this red lobster that I went to burned down. <laughs> it's this is an insurance. Scheme. Oh, definitely, <laughs> dude. I swear to God, I because I wrote the story about the red lobster burning down because of like some oil fire. <laughs> Fuck. Yikes. God damn. Oh. It's crazy how many just things you got noodling around in your fucking brain that you just forget are taking up space. Red lobster will fucking do that to you. Fuck. So what happens. You have too many redneck margaritas. You just start losing fucking memories. <laughs> the So I saw this. They, they tweeted about this. Oh, they're proud of um, this. They're very proud of this. In oh, the yeah. comments, red lobster is being... They're hyped. Someone just said... Isn't this just Mountain Dew and tequila? <laughs> and they said, we can't reveal the full recipe list. So you have to taste it and guess the lineup. To which someone said, the special ingredient is fucking lobster. <laughs> and the lobster, red lobster hits back with, you'll just have to try it and find out for yourself. It's probably like, you know, a, a squirt of lime juice. <laughs> or some bullshit like it's not they, they don't have like a secret ingredient it's just like it's this is pr like they're not, like if we don't tell them yep. we put lime juice and ice as the other ingredients we're allowed to legally say and other mystery ingredients <laughs> i uh, the rest of the comments are all i'm so glad i hunkered down for months in this pandemic so we could all celebrate and go out for <laughs> do <do-garitas. laughs> And Red Lobster then gets serious and says the health and safety of our guests and team members is our number one priority. We know people are eager to try the new Dugarita, and we understand that operations vary by city, and we encourage people to abide by those guidelines. Now, uh, Andy, whenever you say Dugarita, I just all I can think of is Dugong, the uh, the, the Pokemon. Pokemon. I don't know for some reason it gives the same uh, same energy. But. I mean, I'm here for both of them. Oh man. Uh, we're hitting the point where things are getting especially fucking like late stage capitalism <laughs> that like the pandemic is still going on. And it's like Red Lobster's advertising their do garita Louis Vuitton's like selling $8,000 masks and oh man, like shit's just getting wild. It's, it's miserable, man. It is like, you know, I, I, we've always gone back and forth on this show. Like how much do we try to like not acknowledge that the world is on fire for our own sanity mm -hmm. to have an hour of escapism and also to offer anyone listening an hour of escapism. And we've tried to fight that fight for so long. And the fact that we have finally lost that fight and we're just defeated and we can't even fucking get through a show without acknowledging that, you know, shit is ho extra horrible right now. And mostly because of the U S um, <laughs> just tells yes. you, I guess like, you know how fucked up things are. Like it's, it's, it's weird, man. I was thinking the other day, you know, Four Yanks on Aussie started a couple years ago, um, as Sam pointed out, and we used to just straight up open NATO's mouth open, hold it open, and just shit down his mouth about how great this country was, about how how what a joke Australia was, and, yeah. you know, I don't want to say he gets the last laugh or anything like that. But it's it truly is a just a goddamn joke. What a yeah, the bit's not funny in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it. You know, you realize part of it is like we were brainwashed ourselves. You know, we 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 took the wrong pill. But also, you know, at the end of the day, this 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 shit's a nightmare and it's a joke. 
there's still things to be like, well, there's a reason why other people come here and stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. capitalism gives opportunities up to a certain point and then you're just stuck in the fucking hamster wheel until you die. And you know, if that's if that that that's something, I guess, that other places can't offer. But we also can't <laughs> offer like simple solutions or agree that climate change is real. And I wish the science agreed with you. <laughs> oh, I wait. I saw so I saw something that you know maybe is of some sort of metaphor. There's something going on there. Yesterday, I took a little stroll to the local support hashtag shop local hashtag shop small. Uh, I took a walk over to Best Buy mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and to pick up my copy of hashtag support small business uh, Mario 3D collection. All right. Your favorite ROM. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't believe I would pay for ROMs. Uh, So I went to go pick that up. On my way there, this guy, I could see him walking towards me. This is probably like, I don't know, 9.45 in the morning. Uh, And I have to cross the entrance to the Holland Tunnel um, to get to the side where, where Best Buy is. So I was walking, waiting at the crosswalk. I see this guy crossing towards me, kind of like a little, a little bit taller than me, not much. So, you know, like pretty short. <laughs> he's 5'4". Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's walking towards me in like one of those like gray, like very metallic-y looking kind of gross businessmen suits. Mm. Bright purple shirt, got like a really wide tie, kind of haggard, like ties not up to, like it's not done all the way. It's like kind of loose around his neck. Uh, super like disheveled walking, like hair all a mess. Like he's been up all night, but he's just in this business attire, walking on this main road, mask hanging off his face. And he's got a fucking shovel over his shoulder, (laughs) walking with it. Like just like a metal tipped, like full digging shovel. This guy just, now that's late stage capitalism, baby. I was like, yeah, what is this guy doing? Like, this is like some fucking... There's some sort of metaphor hanging here as I'm walking to the Best Buy. There's also, Uh, I bet you, a fantastic story. Yeah, I would love to know. Because that's the thing. Like, he was up to some shit or he was like, because there's a Home Depot not too far from where we are. So then I was like, did he, he was going to work. And he's like, let me grab a shovel real quick. Yeah, it also, it's 9.30 a.m., right? That's actually very an interesting point. <laughs> he should have been going to work. I mean, maybe he was heading somewhere, but maybe he like... A quick pit stop at the I'm, Home Depot to buy a shovel. Yeah, let me show up with the shovel to work. Let me put on my I best suit to go to Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's a grave digger, but he's respectful about it. Like, I mean, that's, that's kind of what my brain jumped to, right? Is like, did this guy... I don't know. Like, what, what What do you need a shovel for if, except digging a grave? I mean, also, we're in a city. Like, there's not too many areas where you're going to be digging. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it was just funny. That's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Shop small. Shop small. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> me, dude. Oh, man. We are absolutely fucked. <laughs> man, I think there was an earthquake in California last night. Texted my brother, no reply yet. So, I'm sure it was a no big deal. Um, but it was a pretty about four point eight. So you know, in California, you grow up with within the range of like two to four is happening all the time. Um, so you kind of mm-hmm. just like chill through it. 
So I'm sure this is no big deal. Um, but a four hits, you feel that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure, you, I mean, you feel like a two. Okay. Like, you, you could totally sleep through it. You could totally not feel it if you're maybe driving or something. But I remember, like, oh, fuck, my bed just moved. Like, you know, not moved, but I felt <laughs> something like, like if someone shook my bed pretty, you know, non-aggressively. Like, I definitely mm-hmm. remember just, like, bleeding on my bed playing video games and be like, oh, that was an earthquake. Um, now, Andy, have you ever have you ever experienced an earthquake? No, New Jersey got an earthquake, I don't know, maybe a month ago, but I didn't feel it. I don't even know if it was in our area. Yeah, I think for me, the ones that I experienced uh, in L.A. and then Japan, it's like, you know, if you, you know, those like people movers at the airport where like you're moving, but, you know, you're, you're not. It's kind of that mm-hmm. for me, it's that sensation. But then also you're like kind of wiggling up and down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't yeah. know. It's yeah, weird. Because J- Japan has a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, Elmer, did you have. Was there like drills in school? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I remember before we I don't even think I ever did school shooting drills at my school, um, but we did. You know, I think everyone does the fire drill where you run out, you go into the the, the football field or something. Um, mm-hmm. But we would have earthquake drills every single month. And it was like, all right, the bell rang, like go under your desk, fucking chill there for a little bit. Then, all right, we wait for an immediate aftershock. No immediate aftershock, which this is not a great strategy. We do the thing where we all meet at the football field to take into account, do a head count, see if everyone's alive and stuff. Um, you know, because I always my my thought was always as a little kid was like, what if the aftershock happens while we're moving to the fucking field? Mm-hmm. You don't think uh, that's when the the fault opens between the football field and yeah, and then the rock has to pull it back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God bless him. Did you guys see? So, do you guys follow The Rock on Instagram? I don't. No. I woke up this morning. I think he lives in in Florida, uh, which feels like a rock place to live. And he posted a picture of his front, like, gate, which, you know, he's a fucking bajillionaire. So, Mm -hmm. obviously, you can imagine this gate is massive and electric and, like, you know, probably miles away from his front door. And the gate is just like ripped off of the fucking metal hinges on the brick wall and like thrown to the side. And the com- the, the long comment was just like, yeah, our power went out and our gate couldn't open, but I had so many crew members waiting on us to shoot the black Adam or something. So I was <laughs> not about to delay that many people. So I ripped the gate off the wall <laughs> and threw it to the side because the, the people weren't going to be able to come for an hour and I didn't have an hour to wait. So wow. he just ripped this fucking gate off the brick wall <laughs> and then posted something I else. See this. Yeah, you got it. I mean, the rock's a good fall on Instagram in general. But yeah, he rips this gate off of the wall and then posts a video later of like how shocked the uh, the workers were that a man <laughs> pulled the gate off the wall. Um, so, yeah. Wow, this is super fucked up. <laughs> Jesus it's a massive, Christ. It's a massive metal gate. <laughs> That is a big wrought iron gate that he just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> times are tough for everyone, you know. If, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Good. T- good. Good stuff, man. Um, what a guy. 
if you if you listen to the show and you're not from America, write into what's our email, Sam Atherton. Uh, Awkwardpausepod at gmail.com. Oof, that might not be it. I don't know. I think it is. It's Maybe not the howdy because we we had to pay for that. Howdy. Oh, okay. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Awkwardpausepod at gmail.com. Right in there, and uh, just tell just tell us something about what's it like looking at, looking at this this shit from the outside. Our country's on fire. We can't wear masks. We're dying. It's horrible. I think it's I think it's it's still kind of punching up. So you can talk shit to us. I think we deserve it. We've done a lot of shit talking, you know, ourselves. And it it's just crazy that where I'm at the point where it's like, man, what if I could just like leave? You know, what if yeah. I could just because I was watching the skateboard doc, this documentary series on the skateboarder, and he was just like, "Yeah, man, like it's just nice. I live in Ethiopia now, and like I'm helping this like nonprofit skateboarding thing for kids, and we're just trying to build skate parks. And you know, with everything going on in the U.S., it's nice to just like I, I can't do anything about it, and it was not good for my mental health. So now I just don't think about it. And th- that's a, you know, ignorance is bliss and all that, and I'm not sure that I could ever actually." just live like that but man i do dream about it all the time like what if i just like fucking just said nah and pretended like not pretend like nothing bad was happening but just like could really just live and be more present and worry about the things like only i could actually control um yeah i mean i'll tell you what like that that year in japan like where i wasn't constantly thinking about this shit was so relieving and just mm. so like you because, you know, I would only see the big, big headlines. Right. And then that would make me sad. But it wasn't like every it wasn't everyday thing. So uh, if yeah, you there's like a passive stress, right? Point, yeah. Yeah. So I don't I would recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also just can't. I, you know, I think I think Alexi and I have talked about it and I think we're both pretty much less like. No, nah, we're not having kids. You know. And that could always change, but I also was pretty sure I was going to have kids and it changed to this. Um, and it's not even like as as poetic as like, I don't want to bring people into this shitty world. But a part of it is that it's just like you look around you and it's just like you're less precious about what you're bringing someone into. <laughs> and you're just like, this shit's hard enough, dude. I can barely take care of myself and not in like a man baby way, but in like a, literally I can barely handle all these external forces just beating me into submission and like I don't know man what if we just use that money to like leave America once a year and like not be here for a little bit um, yeah uh, this is a segue but not not a segue at all um, Lexi went to the doctor's office my girlfriend drinks a lot of water uh, very very hydrated person um, mm. and Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll touch her belly and I'm like, oh, you, you've been drinking water. <laughs> like you could feel it. Right. <laughs> like she, she's just like, she'll get, she'll pound so much water that like you, she'll feel a little bloated. Right. And, uh, she went to the doctor and they were like, uh, Hey, you need to call your mom. I'm pretty sure you're pregnant. And they were like, what's your relationship like with your mom? Like, can we, can we, you know, just try to figure all that shit out. And Lexi's like, no, I'm not pregnant. Uh, I just drank a lot of water and I really need to pee. Can I go pee? 
Um, and then she went to go pee, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're not pregnant. Wow, what, what a jump the they fuck? made. Yeah. But apparently it was like, I mean, you know, you assume there's a good doctor, you know, and, and all. So it was enough where it's just like, damn, like you, the, your bladder feels so fucking full. I think it's a baby. I don't know nice. how she's going to feel about me telling that story, but she said that, that <laughs> in that moment, she was like, oh, it locked. It confirmed the fact that I don't want fucking kids mm. just because she was just like so. uh I guess like you don't have that feel. you don't you don't know for sure I guess until you think you're gonna fucking have a kid until you have yeah. you might have to make a fucking you know a purchase equivalent to a PS5 and mm. they cost the same right about the same yep um, but yeah so you know we'll see well not we won't well not we'll see she's not pregnant she just drinks a lot of water <laughs> <laughs> she's just extremely <laughs> hydrated. Thank God. Now she can buy a PS5 instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so uh, uh, can I give can I give a quick a quick life update? Please. Do it. Uh, so on. On Tuesday or Monday on Monday, um, my my class that I'm teaching starts at three and I live like an hour and a half away from the school. Uh, so. I usually leave around one o'clock and at 1255, my mom calls me and she's like, are, are you going to class? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And she says, Oh, the college is having a press conference right now about uh, having the students have like a stay in place order. And I'm like, all right, I'll call you right back. And so I call the, like the head office for the art building I was like, Hey, like what's, what's going on? I saw that there's a press conference and the, the girl who answered the phone, she's just like, what? Give me a second. <laughs> and then, so she then turns she, on the news. <laughs> she literally told she, you, you what you told your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like breaking this news to all these people. <laughs> and like, have you even had if, one day of class yet? I've had, yeah, this, that was my, that would have been my, I think fourth day of class or third day of class or whatever. Damn. And so, or it was, it was Wednesday. So fourth day. And it's just like, what, how unorganized are you that you can't tell your like faculty that, Oh, by the way, we're having this stay in place order that we have to learn about it from the news. Capitalism, you know, some, some yeah. rich people in a boardroom made the decision um, it yeah. sounds like they did what Mizzou did where they were like, all right, yeah, everything's going to be chill. Don't worry. Come pay your dorm <laughs> fees. We're going to be here. And then a week before school starts when everyone's moved in, they're like, JK, it's all online. So you're going to pay your dorm fees and just fucking sit on a laptop. And yeah, they so just fucked. don't fucking care, dude. Education is maybe the biggest racket in America. Yeah. Then insurance. Sure. And, uh, and, and GameStop. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, I was officially offered to come back for the winter semester. So, oh, nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. So what's like, what's the deal? Like, I don't, maybe you talked about it on an episode I wasn't on. What are the students like? How are like, how's grading papers? Have you had any incidents yet? Uh, Do you have so, to tell anyone, get the fuck out of my classroom Get the yet? fuck out. No, I haven't. Uh, everyone has, everyone's worn a mask and that's been good. Um, do you have the a face shield are, or a mask? 
uh, I have a mask and then I'm supposed to like distance myself, you know, or mm -hmm. the, they like took out half the computers in the, in the computer lab. So everyone is six feet apart. Um, and, and it's generally been fine. Um, so last Wednesday, like I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're doing class online today. Cause I don't know what's going on. You don't know what's <laughs> going on. Um, so it, you know, you see all these like memes online where like the teachers are like forcing the kids to have their cameras on and like, you know, no one says anything. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not that guy. So I didn't make them turn their computer, turn their cameras on and they didn't have their mics on. So it was just me like talking to nothing. And I was like, all right, this is what graphic design is. This is the grid. Does anyone have any questions? And fucking crickets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I finished my like lecture or whatever, uh, like a half an hour into the class. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm going to like turn my camera off. I'll be here. If you have any questions, like ask them and I'll answer them. And fucking within 10 minutes, everyone had left. <laughs> and so I left too. <laughs> and then I watched the PlayStation conference. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh man. <sighs> you got you gotta you gotta you gotta throw in some curveballs, Sam. I think you gotta you give these people their money's worth. You know, I, maybe maybe at the beginning of the class be like, I'm gonna start just picking on people. I'm gonna just say names <laughs> and you gotta fucking answer this question. And that, that's maybe the tough thing about graphic design, right? You're not like walking through a math problem where you're like, hey Jimmy, what is it? you know, or anything like that. But yeah. And oh, I, I think like that's, that's, you know, that's really not what the class is. Like everyone's working on their projects. Um, and you know, they, they're working on that stuff. Um, but then I did, so they, they did, they turned in their first project last week and we did a critique uh, and that turned out that went really well. Um, you know, none of these people are, our graphic design majors. So I wasn't really expecting a whole lot in terms of like how they could talk about design, but you know, they were like coming in like, Oh, I really like the color palette you use. There's good contrast. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, you know, these words and like, you can speak about this like so eloquently, you know, to a point. Um, but yeah, it was really, it was really nice. They all did good jobs. I did, I did grade their projects and that was kind of a trip. Cause I was like, you know, I think there were a lot of good ones where I was like, oh, this is obviously an A. Like, you worked really hard on this and, like, all of that. But then there was, like, other people. I was like, I could probably do this in 15 minutes. Um, and so, you know, but also it was like their if it was their first time using the program, like, imagine having to kind of learn how to use Illustrator and turn something in in a week. And so, you know, I gave them, like, B pluses or A minuses or whatever. Cause like, so that was like kind of a weird thing um, where Did, I'm like the, the arbiter, but. Cause it's interesting. Cause in Japan, when you were doing this, there were objective right and wrong answers. Right. Yeah. So maybe a yeah. little bit easier to grade, but yeah. I guess it does present. Did it, did this happen in Japan or is this happening now where you are re or maybe it just happened earlier in life or you're realizing just how fucking you're seeing through the code and realizing like, <laughs> oh shit, teachers were just fucking bullshitting, you know, like throughout life most <laughs> of the time. Like I had great teachers and obviously, you know, with some, some subjects, there are right and wrong answers, but I just look back and now I'm just like, oh, like my teacher was just a person 
at home and their dinner, like their dining room table, just fucking grading essays like that were like subjective <laughs> grades. And it's just like, yeah, I guess it's a fucking A. I guess it's a B. <laughs> I feel like you probably like after you've been doing it a while, you start to gain like that eye for the effort that was put into this. And yeah, I that's tough. I feel like everything like at least when I first started, if I was in your position, I'd be like, it's so sad. Give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I don't want to give them a B. What if they had some <laughs> stuff going on? And like that's, you know, that that's kind of the thing. Like it's it's especially hard now because like I'm getting multiple emails where students are like, hey, I have COVID or hey, like I'm testing for COVID and I, you know, can't like, you know, I can't come to class or whatever. And, you know, I can't I want to help them, but also like. I have to think about everyone else. Mm -hmm. So it's just been kind of a, a weird, a weird semester, I suppose. Um, but I think for the duration of the, the like stay at home, the stay at home order, uh, I am going to do online classes just to, you know, to keep everyone safe. And yeah, cause like, you know, fuck that. I don't want to like deal with all that shit. Yeah. And sure. There's value the in you being able to look over someone's shoulder and like walk them through illustrator if they have a question, but at least for this, right? It's like, well, you're going to be on your computer anyways. Yeah. Right? So like, I can like, you know, I'll be like sharing my screen and, you know, obviously it's not as easy, but it's basically the same as what I was doing. Does the college say anything to you about making your classes online? Like I had to, uh, I had to like email a bunch of people and they were like, oh, here, I'm going to CC this person and CC this person, like all the way up to. I don't know if it's like the dean of the art program, um, but yeah, I don't know. Can you break so, down what did what did you wear the first couple of days when you actually had in person? Because I, you know, uh, what what was his name? Can I? Can you guys talk about something else? I so here's the thing. I'm also dog sitting, uh, and. Lil Cece is like right in my face, growling at me. I think she has to go outside again. Okay, do you, uh, man? Right. We'll so talk about your I, th think about your outfits while you go. I, oh, I've got it. I've got the I've got the fit. But you guys talk about something marginally more exciting than my professor attire. Okay, I'll be right back. Andrew, I haven't worn jeans in so fucking long. Oh, dude, me neither. I wore, I put them on for the first time last Saturday. How tight did they feel? Oh, dude, so tight. Like, it, 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 it's just like, oh, I forget. Like, I got so used to just fucking being in joggers all the time or shorts mm -hmm. that, like, I put on jeans the other day and I was like, oh, fuck. Why, why, does, why did we ever wear this? I wore jeans every fucking day, basically. This shit sucks. I was like a fucking clown. I was like, you know, it's going to be like 60-something degrees today. I put on jeans, a flannel. I was like, this Feeling is going to Yeah, and it was so fucking hot, tight. Mm -hmm. I went, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I had to go out to do a work thing yesterday and ah, same thing. It was so goddamn hot, dude. I forgot just like the problem of like sweating, but having to dress relatively like nice sucks. Oh, fuck me, dude. That shit sucks. The, the, I also bought, remember I, I remember when we first, one of the times we hung out, you and Sam were wearing those pant joggers. Mm -hmm. Right where I don't know how else to describe them, but they're not like sweatpants joggers. They're almost like a khaki material ish. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they grip your ankles and they, they got like drawstrings at the top. I bought two of those 
And those have just been like the perfect in between. Like I finally yep. remember I said I wanted some and I could just never find some that I really liked. Finally found two two pairs, the exact same pair, just different colors. And wow. Just like thank you. Yeah, they're comfortable. I feel like you can like disguise them as normal yeah. pants for the most part. Hell yeah. Like it's an A plus move. Now wait, before Sam comes back, how's the Chemex treating you? Oh, finally we can talk about the big boy stuff. Uh, dude, it it's bringing me so much joy. Um, absolutely loving it. Um, and it, it's one of those things where like I was so scared of like, like I had this conversation when I bought the Ring Fit. Am I actually going to use it? You know, mm-hmm. am I am I going to be upset? I I like was gung ho about buying this and then it didn't fix all my problems, so I just abandoned it. Um, yep. But the Chemex is just like. I don't know. There's something about just having to wait for your coffee even a little bit versus the Keurig that is yeah. uh, just bringing me bringing me joy just having a process in the in the morning. The yeah. only problem is so I bought a coffee grinder as well. Love the coffee grinder. Great recommendation on your part. Uh, if you need a coffee grinder at some point, I can vouch for this coffee grinder that you vouched for me. Um, great size. Very good looking, like it's just a nice appliance. Um, but Robert is Robert has a new job that is based in California, so he's on California time. So I, Robert is already like a, a not a morning person, but he's a night owl, right? Like I probably go to sleep like literally sometimes five hours, like most times five hours before Robert goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so now his work day starts at 11 a.m. Texas time and ends at 7 p.m. Texas time. And mine starts, you know, at normal 8 to 5, 8.30 to 5.30, whatever. So I have this problem now where, like, I have to pre-grind my beans. I don't have to. I could be an asshole and he's never going to say anything because, you know, he's an asshole all the time and I never say anything. But... <laughs> I, I'm not going to start up the grinder, you know, at the Mm. reasonable time of 9am, uh, because I know he's still asleep. So that's the problem where I have to remember to pre grind my beans. Uh, and you know, it's fine overnight. Like, you know, you're, 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 yeah, whatever. Like, come on, don't be such a nerd about it. Um, but it's been nice having multiple cups and different beans and just experimenting and, Mm -hmm. Like having like this is my this is like my more earthy citrusy uh, beans that I'm gonna use in the middle of the day, and then in the morning I got these nice like pecan uh, cocoa beans that feel more of like a breakfast. It's just it's just cool having like those kind of options with the coffee. So I'm loving it. I love my little scale that I bought. Like I'm just having so much fun. Um, but yeah, the yeah. the grind the pre grinding thing is the only current obstacle right now but um you know not a big deal now elmer mm-hmm. can i can i i don't know if suggest or can i can i broach you guys with a an idea yeah the nuts for beans bean exchange where we buy each other coffee because i want to know what you guys like i want to know hmm. you know it's just like a like a bean exchange 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I actually have like a couple that I already know, like lo- that are just local where if like, if nothing yeah. else, they'll be exciting for you guys to get because you probably can't get them Same. elsewhere. So I would be down for that. Like we could just, I don't know. I, I, I got to see if the ones I can buy, just buy online and ship to y'all. That would be easy. But if I have to just buy them in person and ship like a little, a little UPS, USPS support yeah. the, the post office. The boys in blue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, shipping that stuff would be incredibly cheap. Yeah, let's 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 dive into that. I would actually be very yeah. very down to do that. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking uh, that you know, like, I, you know, I was a little. Yeah. We got Andy the barista over here, and I was a little nervous. No. Do I bring? No, him? I'm down for that because we. I try to go every Sunday to. We have a couple of different roasteries around here, and see what they got. Pick up some beans. The thing that I I struggle with. Everybody likes super dark coffee. Get that garbage out of here. Yeah. And I honestly, I used to be very guilty of it when I was like doing Keurig, when I was doing drip coffee, I was like, dude, I love dark coffee only. And then like you start brewing in these different techniques, not to be a fucking snob about it, (laughs) but like you start brewing these different techniques and you're like, oh, light coffee is incredible too. Like there is a place for dark coffee, but the spectrum is all great. Yeah. And I don't just want pitch black coffee. A lot of roasteries, I think it's like, I think most people want dark coffee. I think mm-hmm. dark coffee like is easier to like, if you fuck up a brew on a dark coffee, I think it's easier to like mask. Mm-hmm. So everybody like does dark beans. So like finding light beans has been a little bit of a struggle. I have to like go to different roasteries and be like, Hey, what do you got in today? Oh, I got, I got a good, I got a good light roast for you, Andy. Hell yeah. But um, and the the interesting thing too that I learned is light the lighter the roast usually the more caffeine it actually has, <laughs> yep. right? Which makes sense when you just think about like what the roasting process actually does, right? Like it's just fucking burning the mm-hmm. the shit. But that's I think that's probably a big misconception a lot of people have. Like Lexi just told me that one day, and I was like, oh fuck, that makes so much sense. But yep. I I assumed I think pretty like obviously the other way around just because it's darker, it's got to be stronger, it tastes Martin, stronger, yeah. yeah. And one thing I want to recommend that has been a game changer for me is the decaf coffee. Wow. Brewing like little little nighttime. One, I like a, I like hot drinks. Mm-hmm. I like I find them comforting. So like I like a little hot drink at night. Plus, sometimes at night post dinner, I get a little like I want like a little snack. I want a something a little sweet, like a little chocolate. I don't know, something like that. Making the decaf coffee really quenches my snacking crave. A little cappuccino. Yeah, you make that up. And then I also don't have to worry about being up all night. Mm. I got I to gotta get into this because I was thinking about it recently because Lexi is only drinking decaf now. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I got to start getting used to this. And that sounds like the perfect thing because at night I do have that thing too. Or it's like... If someone handed me a glass, a gla- not a glass, but like, uh, you know, some hot cocoa, I would drink it and be happy, but I don't want that. Like, I'm not keeping that around the house. Yeah. But coffee sounds like it. Yeah. I don't, it's a weird because I it's, just, I it's such a hard morning association for me, but mm. I, I drink a lot of tea at night and I like like the vanilla, the chai latte teas, mm. um, which are basically they feel like coffee, but those probably have more of caffeine because of the black tea. So. You've unlocked something. I like this. All right. Elmer, you want to hear what I was wearing for my, my first day? 
yes. now that I've returned. Because just to preface it, because in Japan you were full businessman. Full. Right? Full, full three-piece suit, fedora, Hell yeah. uh, walking stick. <laughs> full <laughs> Japanese <laughs> businessman. So, uh, Elmer, if you know me, or if people know me, you know that I wear khaki pants exclusively. Not a jean guy. Right. You, you, uh, wear, you wear the joggers we were just talking about. I've, or I, be, I think you were away, but I've evolved from the joggers. I wear oh. the yeah. I because see with the joggers they they do not highlight my bottom. Your like, massive dong. My massive dong, like mm-hmm. the, uh, the teacher. The, it's easy to like. I don't know. I just feel like they they fall down around my butt, and then my boxers are just or my bre- my whatever are just out. They're looser. They're they're, looser. they're, they're saggier. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Why do you keep growling? So, uh, I've, I've evolved to the, the target khaki pants and you might think, yes, a good brand of pants. And so I, I went, I went with the olive, I went with olive pants and, uh, a like button up shirt rolled it up so everyone could see my tattoos though. Perfect, because you're a graphic design teacher. Yeah, of course. Um, see, weirdly enough, these are the least interesting parts of the outfit to me, mm. because for you, you you have a like a you have a, a uniform. I would say, right? Your usual, uh-huh. like a dark colored, hardcore band shirt, uh, with your 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 khaki bottoms. Mm-hmm. But the reason I can't picture the joggerless khaki bottoms on you is because of the fucking kicks you always throw on. You got these these big ass pumps. So how mm-hmm. are you wearing these big ass pumps without the 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 ankle grip? Or that's question one for just your casual, you know, clothing. But mm-hmm. then for work, what shoes are you wearing? Oh, I'm rocking the Air Max with the 720s, 270s, whatever they are. I'm mm. oh I'm going I'm going full out on the shoes. I don't care. Okay 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 okay. Yeah, I got to show the kids that I'm cool. I'm a cool right. teacher because I have Nikes. Do they think, do you mm. think you made a good first impression that day? Uh, I think so. I was definitely, the first day I was definitely nervous and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I had no plan. Um, and I think they kind of picked up on that, but now that I've kind of like gotten to where I can like prepare a little bit more and do this stuff. So, um, I don't know. I, I hope that they can like trust me as like a, like, oh, he knows what he's doing and I should listen to what he is kind of saying. Um, and I just I really I hope they're learning. <laughs> I hope they're learning something from me. Yeah. So. Well, the good thing about design, it's one of those things where like. You're it's kind of like writing. I remember I heard this very early on and it fucking blew my little mind where I was like, you don't get better at writing by writing more. You know, the the whole 1,000 hours of practice thing or 100, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you suck at writing, then you're just writing bad (laughs) writing and reading bad writing. But the way to get good at writing is reading good writing. Yeah. Right. And seeing like through the fucking matrix is like the third time I've used that fucking example. But, you know, like you. You understand like it's almost like a math equation. There are certain phrases and things you can use that will make your sentence better or whatever. Yeah. And I think with graphic design, it's kind of the same thing, right? Where it's like, if nothing else, as long as you're being exposed to good graphic design or talking about why shit works or doesn't work, mm-hmm. you're picking something up, even if you're disinterested or a bad student. 
Yeah. And that's like kind of what I explained to them. It's like, you know, I told them in the first is like, I want you to kind of explore your own style and like, you know, it could be this similar to my style. It could be very different. And it's not my job to like say, oh, this is good or this is bad. But I just want to help you like kind of grow your style and make sure that even if it doesn't match what I like, it kind of adheres to the core tenets of of design and like you can better make those decisions, I guess. So, yeah, it's been. Do you, have you thought about what your final project is going to be? Uh, yeah. So here, let me go over. I can, I think I can tell you all of the projects. Um, the first one, they had to recreate a picture, like a photograph in illustrator. Um, and right now they're doing expressive typography where they like pick a phrase and then make sort of a, like a type lockup based on that. Um, next up is movie posters. And then, um, they have to make a logo for themselves and then a resume that goes along with that logo. And then the last project is they're making a portfolio of all the work that they've done. Love it. Yeah. So this is fun, man. These are the best classes in college. Yeah, Yeah, I hope so. And I hope that they're like enjoying it and, you know, are digging it. And it seems like there's like some people who are just kind of like phoning, I think can, are maybe phoning it in a little bit. Um, Bailing and there are some people who are like super into it and like, you know, all this stuff. So it's, it's kind of cool. Sweet. Yeah. Andrew, any last thoughts, comments, concerns? Uh, wear a mask, wash your hands. Yeah. See you next time. And vote. vote yeah. Lou, you Make sure you fucking fucking vote. idiots. Vote early. <laughs> Drop it off at the ballot box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donate told- to candidates that align with your morals. No, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> vote fucking blue. Just vote them out. We got to do this. <laughs> yep. I got into a fight with my friend's libertarian college little brother. Oh, and I was like, hey, look, I was a libertarian in college too. You live in a fake society is why libertarianism seems like it might work. Uh, mm-hmm. Grow the fuck up. All right. <laughs> it's not about voting your conscience. It's not about any of that shit right now. It's about fucking making it easier for people of color to exist, making it better for women, making it better for everyone. You want to breathe good air? Fucking vote, you idiots. God damn it, you fucking bootlickers. Good night. (laughs) Oh, you can find the show at Occupaz on Twitter. Uh, Shout out to Weird Heat for the tunes. Awkwardpausepod at gmail.com. I think so, yeah. Right in. Talk some shit. Yeah. Um, something else I usually. Oh, you can find me at Elmer is not mad on Twitter. You can find Sam at uh, Etsy.com backslash shop backslash SAMU Wood Goods. Uh, and you can find Andrew at at Street Super. There's a billboard out. New, there's a billboard directly outside my window. It used to be Matthew McConaughey drinking Longhorn bourbon, uh, saying this is the only bourbon for me, uh, which is why basically Robert and I moved here. Now the new ad is uh it's all yellow with black text that says up your standards this isn't any old cuffing season uh, and it's a bumble ad mm. so we'll just there's a new segment on the show ad watch and i'll tell you guys when the, <laughs> that ad gets updated hell yeah uh oh fucking do better guys
bought like a became like a, a bought a franchise or what? What do you? What's the what's the language there? Like um, he's a fr- he, he owned one of them. Ooh, all right. So a- Andy and Sam froze for me. I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, is anyone back? Ah, oh, we're gonna have to edit this. Ah, oh, so fifteen forty-five. <laughs> Can we anyone hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? Lobster came for him like that. Can you hear me? Oh. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna type it Probably. in the chat. Yeah. Thank you.